Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey. And welcome to the Wharton and Weybridge Regatta 2016. And I'm with Clive Capel here. Hello, Clive. Hello, Graham. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. And uh, 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 quite another major event here on the Thames in Wharton. Every year there's an awful lot of racing going on. There is indeed. Uh, we're all set up here. We've got the catering. I can smell the bacon sizzling away. Uh, racing is well underway now. We're on about page three of the uh, programme. Uh, the wind is giving us um, a little bit of a helping hand as it's coming straight down the course. So as long as it doesn't go across the course, that won't be too much of a problem. We've got, I've got both sets of fingers crossed for the rain to not do what it's supposed to do. So we shall just see how we get on. Yes, indeed. At least it's staying dry at the moment. And uh, the water not too choppy? Actually, the water's quite good at, uh, at the moment. It's not too bad. Um, the scholars aren't finding any great difficulty, although uh, one or two of them need a little bit of more attention to their steering. As one goes by at the moment, as Clive looks on, uh, a lot of people, a lot of teams taking part today from uh, far and wide. We've got teams from um, as far as Gravesend and Bournemouth area. Um, we've got crews from uh, the local area, of course, Walton, Weybridge. Um, we've got a crew from Molesey, Staines, Kingston, um, where else? It was somewhere else that was coming. Oh, East London. So, yes, um, a pretty fair, pretty fair distance. And the race is about every two or three minutes? Planned, I think, every, every three minutes. Um, sometimes we manage to pick that up a little bit. If you've got a crew that know what they're doing on the stake boats, they can get on, they can run, run quickly and go. Other times, particularly with the younger juniors, they need a little bit of extra time. So it's, it's sort of give and take. But by and large, the regatta runs, fingers crossed, um, pretty much the time. Right, and I know it, it doesn't start even with the racing at 8.30 this morning. I think you, people were out last night getting things ready. Last night, 4 o'clock this morning, we had the course layers um, just checking the course. Uh, I was here at 6 to help set up the uh, marquees and, and various things, and it'll be a, probably a 9 o'clock finish, maybe even 9.30 by the time we finally uh, put it all to bed and get home. Right, racing there from 8.30 till about 6? That's absolutely bang on, 8.30 till 6. And there's two divisions on a Sunday morning and an afternoon? Yes, some years ago we changed it. There used to be, and common with a lot of regattas, one, one big regatta, which meant that you might have a race that started at, say, 9.30 in the morning, and it went through with a final at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. The problem is, because the regatta is at a time when there are school exams going on, a lot of the juniors are saying, I just can't afford the time to spend a whole day here. So at my behest, we, we changed it uh, about four or five years ago into two divisions so that juniors can, for example, do uh, the morning and then go home and study in the afternoon or vice versa. Or if they're able to do, then they can do the morning division and the afternoon division. But it just makes it a lot easier. The bite-sized chunk is a lot easier to manage as well rather than having the event over the whole day. Right, yeah, so uh, learn from experience that that obviously is working well. I mean, the course itself, how long is it? We run the course over one kilometre, which, which runs from what we call the Blue Bridge um, by Walter Marina. We call it the Blue Bridge because it's a bridge that's painted blue, so it's fairly logical, uh, down to here where we are at the finish at Miskin's Wharf, uh, which is just um, upstream of Walton Rowing Club. Right, and you've got boys laid out on the, uh, on the Thames, haven't you? Because obviously you've got to still allow people to go past on their craft as the, as the rowing's going on. 
That's correct. Part of the deal with the EA is that we provide a navigation channel. So we split the river into three parts, really. One third of it is the navigation channel, and the other two parts are the two lanes for our rowing regatta. Right, yes, because obviously they've got to go from the boathouse and then get down to the start and then row back. Yeah, that can be uh, interesting at times. If there's a lot of crews that suddenly get on the water together and a lot of cruisers that come along together, there begins, there's a bit of a tussle at certain places. And we've got one or two places down here by Tumbling Bay Weir where it's, the navigation channel is a wee bit squeezy. That could be quite interesting or hair-raising at times. But most of the time we've got a nice wide river to play on. It's a great, it's a great bit of river. Indeed, and nearly a straight course, isn't it? Yes, we don't want to make it too straight because otherwise that would be boring. There's just enough of a, a, a twist and a, not a turn, but just a little bit of a kink that uh, keeps people on their metal. Uh, and, it, and of course, you can, you can win or lose a race by steering. Uh, if you steer into the bank five yards from the finish, you lose. Uh, simple as that. Uh, and, and it's no good complaining that the bank's there because the bank's been there since you know, God created the river. Um, and uh, it's up to you to, to, to sort of navigate it. So it's all part of the fun of rowing. It must be yeah, diff- more difficult for the coxless, coxless ones. I've got to look around to see where they go. Yeah, because, of course, rowers do it backwards. So, you know, they, as I keep reminding my juniors, you've got two shoulders and, and you need to look over both shoulders, one over, you, over your right shoulder to make sure you're not going to hit anybody else in the river and, and over your left shoulder to make sure you're not going to jump into a tree or something. Um, and despite numerous reminders constant reminding it's amazing how many people do jump into a tree go and visit the vegetation or otherwise make a a faux pas but generally speaking to be honest it's it's pretty good right well we wish you every success today another successful water and waves regatta thank you graham it's great to have you here with us again thank you very much clive capel and I'm with Robert Moore, the president of the Walton and Weybridge Regatta. Hello, Robert. Hello. Good morning to everyone. Good morning. Yes, good to have you along and uh, nice to see you here again. Now, the Regatta has got quite a history, hasn't it? Oh, indeed it has. It's been going for 154 years now. It was first started in 1862 and um, it was one of the sort of premier regattas um, in the early years because it was... Uh, the, the regattas were used as staging posts going up the river to end up in time for the Royal Regatta at the um, end of June or beginning of July. Right, so people started their rowing season at Walton. Yes, they would, and they would, the, the crews from the Tideway would row up to Walton and they would do their regatta here um, and then they would go on to the next one which was usually Marlow Regatta and then followed on by the Royal Regatta, as I say. Um, and of course it's all back, we started what, 1862 and I suppose in those days uh, rows what, and, and what not they are now. So, so the, the rows actually, did they row up the Thames to the next point? Indeed they did because there was virtually no uh, road transport available for, uh, for, and boats couldn't be split and eight now can be split into two where in the old days a wooden eight was one piece. So you had 64 feet so it was rather difficult to transport. <laughs> I guess the boats were quite heavy then. They were very heavy because, of course, obviously they were made of wood and not made of the modern, um, you know, plastic that we have nowadays. It it strikes me, therefore, that um, obviously times have got faster as the boats have got lighter. Oh, very much so. And, uh, and of course, the the crews 
um, because of the everybody having much better general fitness these days, um, that makes the um, the boats go faster. Hopefully, indeed, it was really quite a social occasion. The Wharton Regatta, wasn't it? I believe the whole town would turn out. Oh yes, indeed, um, it was. Um, for those who live in Walton, um, up further upriver, there's a pub called the Swan. Well, just there, um, there, there was a house um, and Highcliffe, I think it was called, or something like that. And they had a full lawn, and everybody was in their, you know, the ladies in their long dresses and, you know, parasols and everything else. Um, and it was the, the, the day out for, for Walton Town. I guess the men were in their straw boaters and their striped blazers. Indeed, everybody was, as, as we say, in their striped blazers and boaters and all the rest of it. Um, a little different to today. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, but a real big social occasion. It's, it's marvellous how the tradition has carried on and carried on and, and how the young people of today are, are, again, so into rowing. Oh, very much so. I mean, we've been very lucky with, with rowing because we've done so well at the Olympics over the last few years um, and hopefully if they do well in Brazil this year we'll have another uplift with people wanting to join and take part. It's a real stimulus isn't it and I know you're with Walton Rowing Club and how's that doing? Walton Rowing Club is doing very well. Um, We recently I think I may have said for people who were listening last year uh, we were very lucky to be able to build a brand new clubhouse and the club has got something like about 350 members um, which is a lot more than I when I first joined Walton Rowing Well, I think we had about 75. <laughs> really? So even in that time, it's grown considerably, hasn't it? And uh, continuing interest. Oh, very much so. But it's very much at the junior level these days, much more at the junior level. I mean, th- this regatta now, Walton and Weybridge regatta, um, is not comparable with the ones that took pa- uh, pa- in the past. Um, because there were a lot more seniors, but now it is a, basically a junior regatta, which is why we turned it round and we rode downstream and a shorter space. Right, indeed. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today, Robert. Not at all. Thank you very much indeed. And we wish you a very successful regatta. That's Robert Moore, President of the Wharton and Weybridge Regatta. And I'm back with Clive Capel for uh, the Brooklyn's radio-sponsored uh, race, the final we've just seen, uh, Clive. Indeed, yes, we had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight uh, junior girls, uh, 13 uh, year old girls um, racing in this event, which was won at the end by uh, Reading Rowing Club against uh, Walbrook uh, Rowing Club by about three lengths. Right, yeah, and quite, quite a race as well today, and uh, well done to them. We hope to be speaking to the winners shortly. And let's uh, now watch uh, the next race coming along. What have we got here, Clive? This is the women's uh, intermediate three doubles. Intermediate three are, is a senior event in theory, um, but in this uh, boat it looks like there's uh, St George's College crew, which is a junior crew, uh, and against Gravesend. St George's are about uh, length, two lengths uh, in front of Gravesend. Uh, both the girls' crews sculling well, um, sculling nicely, haven't had too many problems with the wind, which has picked up a little bit. Um, so St George's College will be pleased with that win. Um, that's their first today, I think. Right, very good indeed. And uh, the water's looking not too choppy still at the moment. We have had a few gusts earlier on the wind, haven't we? Yes, the wind. It's the problem with the wind, of course, because it's gusting. You can't tell what it's going to do. Uh, the wind is. The water's a little bit choppy, but um, not impossible. Uh, it's not been too much of a. Not been too much of an issue so far. 
As we speak, the wind uh, comes up again. Well, that's it. I mean, if, if we could if we could turn it off, it would be jolly good. But unfortunately, life isn't that. Life isn't like that, is it? But it, it's. You know, we're hoping it's not going to get any worse. Um, what tends to happen if uh, if we get gusts is it catches a sculler unaware, and it might just <clears throat> it might just catch their blade, and hopefully it wouldn't tip them over. We've had one capsize, I know, today for single sculler in a in a final, which was a great shame. Um, but uh, scullers are taught to deal with the wind. But you know, if a, if a gust comes along, there's no way of predicting it. It just happens when it happens. No, especially if obviously you're racing hard, and uh, you know, it just gets you. Yeah, if you're really pushing hard, blades out of the water, there's a sudden gust, you can't really react to it. Um, it's, it but people do, they, remark, they, they react remarkably quickly and just quickly um, get their blades back on the water, flat on the water if necessary, to give them that stability they need. Yeah, indeed. And anyway, a bit of a cold and blustery day today. We've got a marvellous turnout there, a big crowd. It's not bad, it's not bad. It's, uh, it's getting busier as the day goes on and we're just about to make the first lot of uh, presentations. So uh, if you'll excuse me, I'll go off and do that now. Right, thank you very much indeed, Clive. And I'm now with the winners of the Junior Women's 13 Stubble Skull, sponsored by Brooklyn's Radio. And uh, Reading, we're victorious. And I've got Becky Stone and Sophie Underwood with me now. Congratulations, ladies. Thank you. And you're both holding your lovely tankard. Yeah. So uh, when did you begin rowing then? Um, well, we began in September. And wow, that was not long ago then, really? No. It, how, how have you found the training? Um, it's been tough and it's been a, as a weekend, it's early starts, but it's... A, how early? Um, so on Saturdays it's at 8 and Sundays it's on, at 7. I didn't know those times existed at the weekend. <laughs> My goodness me, it's good to get you up early in the morning, I suppose, but in all weathers, I guess. Yes, well, yeah, in the winters we still have to train, it's quite difficult, but yeah. windy. Yeah, and keeping the motivation going, I guess. Is this your first regatta? Second. Oh, what was the first one? Marlow. And how did you do at Marlow? Uh, we won that. Oh, wow, you're on a roll here then, aren't you? So how was the race today? It was pretty close, wasn't it? Yes, it was really close. You really weren't expecting it. So it was just a bit unexpected. Yeah, we you, just... you weren't sure where you were going to win? No, we really weren't sure because it was quite a tight race. Yeah, and and uh, how about the wind? Oh, well, the wind was, um, it was actually good coming down, but... On the way up to the start, it made it a bit tough. But um, yeah, do you know in the old days they roasted, they rode in the other direction. Oh gosh, it would have been a bit tough, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, congratulations to both of you, and uh, you're going to do some more regattas this year. Oh yeah, we're doing one tomorrow. Oh yeah, is that Weybridge ladies? Yeah. All oh, right, so you haven't got far to go for that. You could just row up the Thames to that, couldn't you? <laughs> Congratulations, and uh, we wish you every success for the future in your rowing. We've got the Olympics this year, haven't we? You're a bit too early for that, but four years' time, do you think you could be doing that? Um, <laughs> not sure. No. Anyway, congratulations. Only started last September, and a victorious at two regattas. Well done. Thank you. And that's uh, Betty, uh, Be- Becky Stone and Sophie Underwood from Reading Rowing Club, the winners of the Junior Women's 13s Double Skulls, sponsored by Brooklyn's Radio. I'm with two ladies who've collected their cups. This is Catherine and Molly. Molly yes. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you what very did you collect much. your cup for? Uh, the Women's J15 um, Double Skulls. 
Yes. And did you do well? We did. Well, yes. I mean, you went through. <laughs> you won. Uh, uh, how many heats did you go through? Uh, well, we had four races. We worked very hard for them. My, my legs are burning. Um, we raced against Twickenham in the first round and then Bulebridge and then Eton Excelsior and then finally Walton in the final. Have you been rowing together a lot recently together? We've done one race, one regatta before together, but this was our first win, which was really nice. Yes, and um, when you're in the boat, who's in charge? Uh, Catherine. <laughs> Catherine, are you? You're in yeah. charge. And what sort of orders do you, um, what, what's your role? I just tell Molly to keep pushing. <laughs> When I say tell, I mean shout, but yeah. You get very irritated. Yeah, right? no, I just, I, I do, I take it nice, like seriously, but I really yeah. enjoy it, so. It's, um, it's motivating, spurs me on, so that's what matters. Have you been rowing long? I've been rowing for three years now. I, well, we've both been rowing for yeah. three years. Yeah. At the same time. Yes. And what else have you got planned for today? Uh, for today, we've both got two singles, well, well a si- singles later, single races later, and um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. And after today, what's, what's happening after today? We have our national schools race next Friday, which should be nice and interesting, in a quad. Yes. Um, with our friends who just rode a double as well, so. Oh, good. Is this the first time you've been to uh, the Walton and Weybridge Regatta? Actually, I think it is. People keep on telling me that I've been before, but I don't think I have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, listen, all the best for your races later on this afternoon and for the Nationals. Thank you. Thank you. Right now, I'm with Gareth Waters, who's the head of rowing, no less, for uh, St George's College in Weybridge. Good afternoon, Gareth. Good afternoon. And uh, what's your role here today? Uh, my role is as chief coach of the under-15 squad, as well as overseeing the whole of what St George's College do. Yes. Is this your full-time role at the college? Uh, yes, I'm a full-time teacher. I also teach some biology, but uh, most of my time is spent down here at the river. All right. Uh, how's the team doing? We're doing very well today. We've got a mixed group out. We've had a couple of wins already. And it's only lunchtime and we've got a number of crews, three crews now, through to the afternoon finals. So it will be a good day. Um, St George's College is a large college. You've got a good choice of boys and girls to choose from? Yeah, it's a wonderful choice of boys and girls. There's obviously a large number of sports that the college do. And so there's a lot on offer, but there still is a large cohort coming down to the river on every game session. And we have a great squad. So you do your training down here on the River Thames? Yes, we travel from the college uh, by minibus each afternoon for games and train here for two hours and then back up to school to go home. And uh, what boats are you using? Singles up to eights? We mainly focus on eights and fours in order to get as many boys and girls rowing together as possible. We do some singles work in the winter, but as I say, uh, when there's, we, we look at the team aspect of it more. Uh, and... Um after college, well, after college, then, do they go on to nationals and so forth? Um, there are a number of boys and girls that go on to represent uh, other, other clubs. Uh, our latest noticeable, noted person would be uh, Nula Gannon, who is rowing at University of London. Uh, went to the Junior Worlds last year. And we also had Jürgen Tivitt, who was rowing in the Oxford Blue Boat this year. Yes. And he was at the school three years ago. Yes, uh, and uh, through your hands, so to speak. Uh, yes, through our hands. Indeed, yes. OK, and it's, it doesn't strike me being a very good day today for rowing. 
Uh, no, it's, it's a fine day. There's, there's nothing wrong with a bit of wind, a tailwind. Makes the races a little quicker. Um, but that's no bad thing. No, indeed. All right, Gareth, thank you very much. I'll let you get back to barking out the instructions. Thank you very much. Thank you indeed. And I'm now with the winners of the Junior 8 Double Skulls. It was sponsored by Walton Rowing Club and won by Walton Rowing Club. Congratulations. Who have I got here? I've got Gabriel Rohan. Okay, Gabriel and Rogan, well done to you both. Uh, what was it like out there on the Thames today? Oh, it was quite windy today. There was a big tailwind, and so we had to we had to work well on our balance to make sure that we maintained a good speed. Which side were you on, Middlesex or Surrey? Uh, I think we were on the Surrey side. Right, a bit trickier, isn't it? Because there's a bit of a kink at the end. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a kink, but we dealt with it well. Like Gabe's good, good at steering, so he, he dealt with it. And like, yeah, the conditions, as we said, weren't too good. There's a bit windy, like cruisers coming past. But yeah, yeah, that is a bit of a, a bind, isn't it? Anyway, how, how long have you been rowing? I've been rowing six years now. All oh, right, so you got the hang of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah just about, just about. You had previous successes in regattas? Yeah, 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 like all all around the country. All uh, oh, right, you, you travel far and wide then? Uh, not not travel far, but like like in respect to yeah. how far my dad wants to travel. Really, <laughs> that's the key to it, is it? How about you? Uh, yeah, I've been rowing for about three or four years now, and yeah, we race together, so. I was going to say, are you, are you together, have you been together long? Uh, yeah, because we, we raced at another club before this. So, yeah, we joined here together. All oh, right, great. So you're always running in pairs, are you? Yeah, yeah. Like, we've just, like, just been racing with each other for like, quite a while now, like training with each other. Yeah. And I guess you second sense, you know, with each of you rowing together in unison. Yeah, yeah it's just like when we were getting the boat, it's like it goes well like every time, like no mistakes. It's all good. It's all right, well, congratulations to you both and well done. So, Brooklyn's Radio, we're in the arena where the uh, contestants, where the winners uh, get their uh, mugs and get to hold get to hold the trophy but you can't take it away so i've got two young ladies here from the kingston rowing club and you were in which race um the novice women's doubles what's your name i'm amelia and i'm kirsty was it easy Mm, no (laughs) that final wasn't easy no the first two well the heat and the semi-final it was easier than the final yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) so what was your winning margin um, I have no idea. Probably about a length. Oh, about cool. that, yeah, yeah. What's it like on the Thames today? Uh, it's quite choppy. Um, it was actually quite a nice ride, though. It was pretty smooth when you're in the boat. Yeah. It looks cold from on the bank. Yeah, the rain held off though, so it was okay. <laughs> yeah, result. <laughs> do you do this regularly? Um, yeah, this is my third year rowing um, at Kingston. So. Yeah, and then yeah, I started in September. Does Kingston have a regatta? Yes, they do, and it is on. <laughs> uh, I don't know this what year? Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This In the year. summer? Yes. Yeah, when it heats up a bit. <laughs> Indeed, yes. So, uh, are you going to be in any other regattas? Uh, yeah, I'm back here tomorrow for Weybridge. So, you've both got quite a competitive spirit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and do you want to continue doing this for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next few years, I think I'll still be rowing. Yeah. yeah. Same, here. Same yeah. here. Jolly, because you obviously enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah great pastime. Okay, thanks for talking to Brooklyn's Radio. Thank Take you care. Very much. Bye. <laughs> I'm now with the Women's Masters CD Cox 4, which sounds awfully complicated. <laughs> um, so we've got the Cox and four rowers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll deal with the easy person first. What's it like on the Thames today? 
It's lovely, actually. It's a big, big tailwind. It's a great advantage. The water's flat. It's just a really nice row. So you got a good speed today. We did. We were flying. And you won by a good length? We won by a length and uh, a length and three quarters. Oh, that's not bad then. So who we got here then? We've got... Meron in three. Lara in stroke. Rachel the Cox. Mags in two. Two. And Jane in bow with a number on my back. Jolly good. <laughs> okay then. And um, have you been together long? No. This is actually... We've been out once as a, um, as a, as a four. Um, so this is a new crew. And we pulled it together. We're, we're strong, I think, as individuals. But great cocks, yep, great cocks. So, yes. She was okay with the steering. She was. She was excellent with the steering. She got us here, in the right, pointing in the right direction, um, and all over the line. I followed. I was over the line first, of course, being co- um, being um, in bow. But no, Rachel was fantastic and in terms of steering. We got a fantastic stroke, and this is her first rowing point. So we did it for Laura, which is absolutely fantastic. And are you from the Weybridge Rowing Club by Weybridge Weir? Yeah, we are. That's where we are. What's it like up there? Uh, bumpy. And it's really wonderful. <laughs> it's bumpy getting over the weir. But other oh, than God. that, it's really fine. So we love it. Have you been rowing long? Oh, too long. <laughs> More than, longer than I'd like to admit, really. But, uh, but not with these wonderful guys. So it's really good to be with this crew. So you're, you're new to this? Um, I'm in my fifth, sixth year of rowing now, yes. So it's, yeah. Have you always done the fours or you done the... No. no, not at all. No, I've been mainly, mainly sculling. So I moved into fours and, and the eights through the winter season. It's good. Good bit of teamwork? Brilliant. You can't win unless you have it. Thanks very much. What's next then for you, for you team? Um, we're rowing tomorrow morning at the Weybridge Ladies um, Regatta. But uh, do come down to Weybridge Rowing Club. Uh, we've got to learn to row and come and join us if you're interested in, in having a go a little a little promo for Weybridge Rowing Club so if people are interested what should they do um, go on to their website weybridgerowingclub.org.uk so have a look come, come on down when, when, are, when, are, when are people down there um, most nights of the week and yeah pretty much we live 24 hours a day and all weekend so this is, sounds like boats with headlights is it uh, can be yes <laughs> yes we do that sometimes <laughs> okay congratulations well done Weybridge thank you very much and I'm now with John Burnett who's a former uh, president of the regatta and also secretary for a number of years secretary more demanding role than being president because you just have to turn up and wear a blazer <laughs> Uh, but you, which do you prefer then? <laughs> well, secretary was a challenge organising this big event because the the organisation takes months, and of course it all happens on one day. So Ava just got everything happens. Everyone comes here. The competitors, six hundred or so competitors, they all turn up. They get in their boats. They race, and it's done uh, until the next year. Well, I know here today we're, we're in the in the marquee where we've got uh, a number of the uh, trophies that have been awarded over the years, and this some of this silverware is absolutely magnificent. I see we've got the Walton on Thames Regatta Challenge Cup of eighteen seventy one, which I don't know if we can describe it, but it must be what uh, nearly three foot high. It's a splendid trophy. It, it's actually standing on a table, so it, it, it's heading towards three feet. Yes, and it's it's got uh, well the swans of Walton around it, hasn't it? And uh, and, and uh, various other uh, figurines. Emerging from the, from the bulrushes with, with a swan and the chains. It's, it's known by the people, oh, oh, the one with the swans. Yes, and they've got those chains uh, coming down as well. And, of course, then on the, on the plinth, on the base there, you've got the shields for a number of the winners over the years. Yes. This cup dates back to 1871, 
when it was first presented, and it was described at the time as a cup value over 100 guineas. Now think of what 100 guineas would have been worth in 1870, 150 years ago, very nearly. Yes, absolutely. And uh, did the winners keep the cup then for the year and then hand it back? Yes, Certainly in those days, the the winners were given the cup and they would take it home and they would put it in their clubhouse and they'd have it out for their annual dinner, probably, and then it would be returned in time for next year's regatta. Amazing, actually. Let's just walk over here because I see that uh, we've also got this ladies' plate. Although called the ladies' plate, it's not a plate, it's a cup, and it's not not competed for by ladies either. So it's really a double... uh, (laughs) Double negative. It was subscribed to or paid for by... Ladies who lived in the area, and they subscribed and bought this this wonderful cup, almost as not quite as big as not quite as grand as the as the first cup we looked at. But it's still quite big, isn't it? Oh, it must, it's must be splendid. eighteen inches two foot, and it's actually like a cup with two two handles at the side, very ornate and um, sort of uh, uh, fluted design. And uh, that's from eighteen eighty seven. Eighteen eighty seven. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Let's move along. We've got another. Even larger cup, one. yes, it's the, the Walton 8 Challenge Cup of 1901. 1901, this is again presented for senior eights. In those days there were elite eights or grand eights, and that was the cup we just looked at, the ladies' plate, and this one was presented for the, perhaps the next level down. And um, what, what do we know about that? 1901, I had an inquiry about this during the year. Someone had, had bought a cup at auction, a silver cup, and it said, the Walton H Challenge Cup, 1906. And he wrote to me and said, what's all this about? And it was the individual prize that each winning competitor would have had. Each man in the boat, and presumably the Cox, received this silver cup. And they were the, the individual presentation prizes were, were very valuable in those days. They were solid silver. Like, uh, we're looking at other cups here, almost as good as some of the, the trophies we're looking at here. Absolutely amazing and a marvellous mm. thing to keep for the people. Now, this is an interesting one. We're coming much nearer to up-to-date here with the uh, Jack Rosewell Challenge Cup, which is like a tankard, but with three, three handles. And, and really that links with the comments I was just making about the Walton H Challenge Cup and the individual prizes that were given in those days. This Jack Rosewell Challenge Cup was, in fact, an individual prize awarded in 1875... It says here, I'm, I'm reading from the cup now, Scratch 8, 1875, Walton-on-Thames regatta. So each winning oarsman, and there would have been eight of them in the Scratch 8, went home with one of these monster, I don't know, about a gallon, I should think it holds. Yeah, it's pretty pretty big, isn't it? It's, uh, it must be about, uh, well, nearly a foot high, is it? Something yes, like that, I would is. say, foot high, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful Amazing, cup. amazing. Uh, now, this looks rather uh, different down here. We've got a... Uh, really a sort of a wooden frame, like a picture frame, with with, um, uh, with plate, silver plates inside. Now, this trophy is for single skulls, whereas the ones we've been looking at up till now have been for eights and fours. This one is for a single, and it was for the very best single sculler. And looking back, there are some very famous names here. This one only dates back, comparatively recently, only to 1931. Uh, and Mr. Pierce, who I think also won the Diamonds at Henley. But other names on here, they were the very best scholars in the country. Bill Barry was one of the best scholars in the country. He, he won the Diamonds. A name most people will know, Steve Redgrave. Steve won it three times. Twi- which, which years was that? Steve won it in 80, 1982. 
my recollection is he was just a young lad then, only about 19. In, in fact, my, my recollection was I was secretary then, and we only had a very small entry for that event. So I, I phoned my friend, a man called Mike Spracklin, at Marlow Rowing Club. I said, have you got a scully you can send to make up the number? And so I've got a man called a youngster called Redgrave. He, he'll come. <laughs> so this youngster called Redgrave came and, and won by a great distance. And, of course, he moved on to greater things after that. Yeah, so he never, you know, obviously couldn't predict uh, what was going to happen, but uh, absolutely amazing, wasn't it? And we've got a rather unusual trophy on the end. We're getting a bit more up to date now, but it's, uh, it's a wooden one. It's a wooden trophy. The Amateur Rowing Association, as it then was, it's now called British Rowing, um, organises rowing in the country, or is in control of rowing in the, in the United Kingdom. And it's divided into a number of divisions, uh, about 30 of them. And this local area is, in, is called Division 14. It extends from Molesey up to Staines. So this was a trophy that was presented for the most successful club at Walton-on-Thames Regatta, or Walton Amateur Regatta, between Molesey and Staines. It's called a Victor Ludorum Trophy. So and it dates from 1978, uh, then. Again, to me, that seems fairly recent. Yes. It is, it is 30, crikey, 40 years ago, isn't it, coming jolly nearly? But, uh, they, we've got alongside us here, obviously, all the uh, trophies waiting to be awarded today. So even today, people do get a rather nice uh, memento. Yes, each, each person who wins, that, wins an event today receives a one-pint pewter tankard, which is a fairly traditional prize at, at rowing events. Let me give a little little sound effect. That's what a pewter tankard sounds like. So everyone who wins today, irrespective of age and size and men, women, whatever, they all have the same prize. Oh, that's rather nice indeed. Tradition continues, doesn't it? Well, John, thank you so much for showing us around the trophies it's today. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to talk about these trophies. They're marvellous. They're really marvellous and great. The history does continue and you're caring for them. Uh, John Burnett there, a former secretary and president of uh, the rowing club. So I'm with Alexander Poole and you've just collected your trophy. Yes. Congratulations. Um, what did you win? Um, I won the uh, women's J15 singles. In a good time? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so you had to win three or four races to get through to the final? I only had to race two, but um, the other person in the final had to race three times. Is this your first time at the Walton and Weybridge Regatta? No, I came last year. Did you? Yeah. How did you do? Um, I only cocked last year. Oh. I raced the day after at Weybridge Ladies. All right. Is this your first trophy for the mantelpiece? Um, it is in a single, but not. Uh, I've got one in a double before. All right. Uh, are you in the doubles here? Uh, no, not this year. Not this year. <laughs> uh, and uh, what, what's going to happen after this? Are you going to go on to something bigger and better? Weybridge Ladies tomorrow. Right. <laughs> and what's that? Um, I'm racing a quad tomorrow, so it's just down the stretch and All right. okay. cut. Well, congratulations, Alexander. Thanks for talking to us. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm now with Ashley Tilling, who's uh, president or chairman, chairman. Uh, chairman yeah. of the Walton and Weybridge Regatta. Cold all day today, Ashley. It is. Um, it's meant that the times have been quite fast because luckily the wind has been blowing down the course and there's still a little bit of stream left over from last week's rain. Uh, so some good times. But, yeah. uh, but actually, because it's been, a, it's been a following wind, 
it means that the the river has been fairly calm. So so actually quite good racing conditions. Yes, but it must be cold for the competitors. It's all it's cold for cold for us officials as well. I can tell you. <laughs> How's the day gone so far? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I think because of the wind, we've had quite a few capsizes. So lots, quite about three or four of the little ones, the J14s. Uh, found it difficult, I think, up at the start. Um, but despite that, we, we've pretty much stuck to the schedule of racing. Um, uh, and we, yeah, we've had some good races. Yeah, it has been, yes. Yeah. Um, some of the competitors have been quite close to the bank near the finishing line. Yes, we do, we, we do put a row of red boys, which marks um, the end of the racing course. And those are there as warnings to make sure they keep away from the bank. But mm. I think the problem is, of course, they're going hell for leather, flat out for the finish. Um, and they do rather forget about their steering. Indeed, uh, yes. But they, don't worry, you know, they are giving, given lots of warnings by our, our umpires. Yes. I, never, I don't know how the fours or the twos steer. Well, it, it, uh, you, you, you tend to steer just by looking at your position against the bank and the boys. Um, but occasionally you might have to turn around. The bow person is normally steering. And they might have to turn around and have a quick look to, see, to make sure they're on the right course. Because yeah, they haven't got rudders, have they, on their boats? No, they haven't. No, no. The, the doubles and the, and the, uh, the coxless fours. Yes. Coxless fours have a rudder, but the singles and the doubles don't. Um, so, yeah, the, the coxless fours, the, normally the bow person steers by moving their foot. And the foot is attached to the rudder strings. So they have some steerage. Yeah. Um, these events are always extremely well organised. Um, when this finishes, do you start on the next one? We do pretty much, actually. I mean, what's always important is to get the team together and uh, not just collapse uh, after a very long day, um, but actually to go through what we could do better next time. Indeed, yes. So we've been trialling um, a new uh, computer results system um, because it updates the results onto a website. So it means that people up the course, our marshals and umpires up the course, can just look on their mobile phones uh, and they can see the, uh, the results updates. Uh, it's, a bit, um, it's always a bit of a, a case of, um, of having some sort of backup because you know, you're always a bit worried about laptops and power and whether the router is going to give you a, a good enough signal. So we're still producing paper copies, which we can try and send up the course, mm. but running alongside that uh, a more sophisticated ele- electronic system. So it may be that you know, next year we have more of our team on laptops, processing results electronically, uh, do things a bit more automatically. And I think the way forward would be for people in the boats at the start to have an iPad or some sort of tablet and they can see the results uh, as they update. Indeed, and I was sort of thinking also people could have an app. If there was an app, people could uh, tap and look at the results, you know, the general public here. They could, well, the general public can look at the website oh, yes. and they can see the results. But, uh, well, it, I know it's taken a lot, a lot of development for this, uh, this particular chap to develop his, yes. his draw software and his results software and everything else. Because you can imagine you've got to have lots of people in different places. You've got somebody to trigger off the race has started, to, to, to trigger when it's finished, so then it automatically works out the time. You've then got to input the, the verdict, so what distance the result 
the race was won by. Uh, that's then got to drop into a system which updates the next race. It pushes the winner through to the next round. And so there's, it's quite a sophisticated programme. And I suppose these sorts of systems give you extra information, like speeds of boats. You could work that out. They could do, yeah. We haven't got to that stage yet. No, we're quite happy that it recalls the results at the moment. <laughs> Let's take it step by step. Indeed. Uh, thank you very much, then, Good. actually. Nice okay. to speak to you. All the best. Good, and thanks for coming. Thank you. And I'm now with the winners of the Masters A doubles from Kingston Rowing Club. And who have I got here? Uh, Caroline Willett. And Rachel Kigeli. Well done, ladies. And uh, was it a, a tight race or was it, were you well away in the lead? We were well away in the lead. <laughs> uh, th- that's the way it is. It's, it's a bit dis- it's disastrous, isn't it, if you didn't get a good start? Uh, yes, we had a good start and kept the lead. And you, how many uh, races have you had to keep competing today to get to this? Um, it was a straight final. Oh, was it? Oh, well, that, oh that's <laughs> evening, is it? That's no, better. Uh, that is, that's good. How long have you been rowing together? A uh, couple of years so you know one another pretty well quite well yeah yes. <laughs> on the age <laughs> right yeah 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 and you, and do you prefer doubles then uh, we do most things either rowing or doubles yeah but we do like i like the double i like small boats right I do like a my favorite boat right if you get into fours or six sorry it just gets too many does it well it's still it's still quite fun but i just quite like the i just quite like the small boats and it's quite nice having one other person with you rather than several how, people. yeah how do you find the thames today Yes, quite windy out there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a tailwind to help you along. Yeah, it makes it quite quick. So, uh, so was it was it drizzling for you? It well, yes, it wasn't very nice boating. It was very rainy, but then thankfully the rain did stop by the time we raced. Have you done quite a few regattas together? We've done. Yeah, we did quite. We've done quite a few. We've done, a we've done masters champs and things yeah. together. And and what's the next one then? It will it will be masters championships next yeah. couple of weekends. All oh, right. Well, best of luck for that, and thanks for talking to me. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Right now we've got the winners of the Junior 14 Double Skulls. And uh, who have we got here? I'm James Lawrence. And where are you from? Guildford. Guildford. Guildford Rowing Club. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what's it like on the river today? Um, Not too bad. It's been windy, um, but it was tailwind, so pick up some extra speed. Times have been cut faster. Result? Yeah. <laughs> and um, do you uh, go in many regattas? Yeah many <laughs> all summer all summer so where's where's your next one um i've got one tomorrow weybridge ladies mm-hmm. and then after that many or more <laughs> and uh, have you been uh, rowing together long and um, not that long actually we've rowed together a few times but we've mainly rowed to in the quad together oh i see so you're in this doubles today but also you're yeah, in the quads yeah, as well as well <laughs> which ones do you prefer um double I like double, smaller boats. Doubles and singles. Who's in charge in the boat? Oh, it's a mixture. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Uh, yeah. D- does a mixture work well? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> he's in charge of steering. I'm in charge of the stroke. Right. Was this uh, the last race today for you? Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm now with Anne Pickering from Walking Rowing Club. I've been doing a very vital job today. One of the big attractions I find going to the... Walton Waverish Regatta is being next door to the marquee with all the food. Well, we've been uh, very busy on the catering today. Um, we're doing a roaring trade on burgers, um, hot dogs and bacon rolls. I must say, I've had a burger and uh, absolutely delicious. What's the secret? Uh, well, we have a, a supplier. He's a member of our club and um, he very kindly supplies it, so we know it's very good quality. You've had a queue there all day? 
I'm pleased to say we have, yes. And, of course, also in the catering tent, there's teas and coffees and cakes and so on. Are they all homemade? Um, yes, all the cakes are homemade. Um, a lot of our members and other clubs, um, they contribute um, cakes. So, obviously, that helps to um, help helps our profits. Absolutely. So, whether it's a boiling hot day or, like today, a bit chilly, <laughs> the hot food's been going well, I should think, and drink. It has, and um, we also sell baguettes. We sell uh, sort of cheese and ham and tuna baguettes as well. So. It must take a bit of organising. There's a lot of you involved in this. Um, well, there are two of us, um, the main organisers, myself from Walton Rowing Club and Yola from Weybridge Rowing Club. So it's very much um, a joint venture, and we've been working very hard for a few weeks to get it all together. Right, and it's gone well today. It has gone well. Um, I'm just hoping that the rain stays off. Let's <laughs> fingers crossed. This doesn't get any more than it is at the moment. Yeah, we decided uh, not to do PIMS this year because we looked at the weather forecast and uh, it was going to be heavy rain all day and we know um, historically we only sell PIMS when it's hot and sunny and people can sit around and enjoy it. So um, we took the... um, Yes. Yeah, we just thought we wouldn't go with the pins today. Yeah, very wise too as well. Yeah, very good idea. And I guess maybe you needed a few more burgers then instead, did you? Uh, we're selling lots of cups of tea um, and we also sell sort of beer and lager and cider and soft drinks. Right, well, thank you very much for talking to me today, Anne, and uh, well done to you and the team. Thank you very much indeed. With me now we've got the winners of the J16 doubles, I believe. Uh, is that right? Uh, from Windsor and Eton, because... Uh, we thought it was Eton, Eton and uh, I think well, that was really good. Uh, who we got here? Um, I'm Adam. Yeah. I'm Sasha. All right, you've been uh, rowing together long. Yeah, quite a few years now. Yes. Are you successful at this? Uh, not really. No. Really? This is our first one that we've won that's a proper regatta, yeah. and um, we're looking forward to nationals next week. Nationals? Eh? Why did you win? Um, we sort of had got the boot stains at the start and we sort of maintained that and built it throughout the race. Uh, we were told if you get a good start, you're well on the way. Yes, because you can see the crew behind you and therefore you can react to whatever they do. So is the trick to go out really fast to start off with and then perhaps try and ease back at the end? Uh, not really ease back at the end, <laughs> just carry on the whole way. Um, but yeah, a good start and then you can sort of see and speed up if they try and... Uh, because it strikes me it's not easy to, you say speed up, it's not easy, is it, to speed up, you've got to get the, keep the rhythm? Um, yeah, you just have to move up and down your boat faster and pull harder. It sounds so easy, I don't know why I do it. Yeah, well, I, I... Uh, yeah it, if, the problem is if you go really, really fast, you end up losing it completely, you lose all your technique and you'll be very wobbly and slow the boat down. So the key is, what, rhythm? Rhythm and keeping it smooth, as well as putting in the power and keeping it going through. And not getting the crab. Yeah, exactly. That's not good at all. OK, chaps, thanks very much. Congratulations. And that uh, completes our coverage of the Wharton and Weybridge Regative. Uh, a very successful day, and we look forward to another successful event next year. Brooklyn's Radio. Loving events in Surrey.